0: What's up, Military Billionaires? This is Dave, your host. And today we talk with Spencer, who's been in the Air Force for nine years, and he is the travel hacking guru over at the Military Money Manual. So if you've ever wanted to know how to utilize credit cards, either while you're going TDY, TAD, to get upgraded hotel rooms and flight, you know, business class or first class, or how to get free flights on your own, then this is the show for you. However, I would like to post a disclaimer. He mentioned this at the end. We are not talking about maxing out all your credit cards. We are talking about how to use points to help you out, not to max them out. So you've got to pay off your cards all the time. If you have a ton of debt on your credit cards or you you know, you like to spend and not pay off, this may not be the show for you. But there's some really cool strategies in here for how to turn essentially waived fees and and free money into just points and flights and all kinds of awesome stuff. So definitely check it out. Show notes, as always, are found at from slash podcast. Now relax and enjoy the show.
1: You're listening to The Military Millionaire Podcast, a show about real estate investing for the working class. Stay tuned as we explore ways to help you improve your finances, build wealth through real estate, and become a person that is worth knowing.
0: Hey, what's up guys? I wanted to take a brief moment and talk to you about one of my favorite websites or apps for finances and that is personal capital. Now what personal capital does is you can go in and you can set it up. It takes a little, like a few minutes, but you can link every financial institution account that you own to it, including the thrift savings plan. You link it all to this. You can even link your properties as far as like you can link your mortgage, and then you can put what you think the property's worth, and it will—it does all sorts of stuff, tracks your spending, all this other stuff, but my favorite thing is that it is a net worth tracker. So if you are you put your properties go up in value or it's worth $500,000, every time you pay off your mortgage, that will show, and then it will just update, and now you know, hey, my net worth is increasing, or you see that your TSP increased, or you see that your credit card debt went up and you need to pay some down, or you see that your credit card went, down and you have more network so it's it's a phenomenal way to track everything in one spot and you can also see a lot of great statistics just a phenomenal phenomenal app i'll put the link down below for you guys here and then um yeah so i'll just i'll just introduce you briefly and then just you know say hey tell us a little bit about your story and you can go as, as far as you want there and then uh and then we'll dig into your questions whenever you stop i guess if that makes sense
1: cool cool
0: hey what's up everybody it's dave here with from military to millionaire and i'm here with spencer who has been a active duty officer in the air force for the last nine years and he blogs for militarymoneymanual.com he has been since 2012 about uh, military finance travel hacking uh, best credit cards for service members and just a whole bunch of other good stuff and i realized i'm interested in travel hacking and i have not done as much homework as i should have although i've done a little bit of travel hacking so why not get someone on the show who knows a lot more about it than I do so that I can learn as well as you guys. So without further ado, Spencer, thanks for joining us on the show today.
1: Hey David. Uh, no problem. Great to be here.
0: Yeah. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Sure. So, uh, yeah, like you said, I've been in the air force now for, uh, just over nine years. Uh, it's been great. Uh, serving as an officer came out of, uh, ROTC, uh, should be in for a couple more years, uh, Lord willing. And, um, Got into uh, the travel hacking game um, a couple of years ago. Uh, I was on a uh, TDY to uh, Oklahoma City back in 2017. And uh, we were going around the room uh, introducing ourselves. Uh, and we had to share like a fun fact about ourselves. And uh, one guy in the room uh, mentioned just kind of offhand that uh, him and his wife had racked up over a million credit card reward points over the last year. And uh, I kind of knew, you know, about uh, a couple of the travel hacking sites out there and the uh the credit card rewards you could get um but i was just like whoa a million points like how the heck did you do that and so uh we got to chatting about it and uh he's like yeah it's pretty simple i just i sign up for the cards uh i meet the uh, minimum spend requirements i get the bonus i refer my wife to the cards um Get a referral bonus for referring her. She needs the minimum spend. So there's, you know, double the uh the sign up bonus and uh, and the referral bonus for referring her. And then we just refer our friends and we collect some referral bonuses off of that. And I was like, oh, like that's easy. I could do that. Yeah. So uh I started investigating a little bit, and uh yeah, sure enough, like the you know, it's it's a it sounds a little scammy at first, but no, it's a real way to travel for free, stay in hotels for free, uh, to get airfare for free, to get business class, first class upgrades for free. And uh, it's just, you know, it doesn't require any more spending than what you're already doing.
0: Yeah, that's super cool. So I, well, I was gonna ask what is travel hacking, but I think we just covered it. So <laughs> um, yeah,
1: yeah. So I mean, at it's most basic travel hacking is um, using credit card rewards to accelerate your status and the number of points you have with Uh, like a hotel or an airline loyalty program, right? So you could uh, say fly with American airlines for 20 years, you know, always picking them, always racking up miles, and maybe you'll get one, maybe two domestic economy flights with them. Um, But rather than going through all that hard work and flying all those miles with them, uh, you can just skip all that. And you can just sign up for these credit cards, um, whether they're branded with uh, the hotel or the airline Uh, or if they're uh, flexible points, right? So um, to get into specifics, um, Chase has their Ultimate Rewards Program, um, and those are uh, flexible points that you can transfer uh, from Chase to their travel partners. And it's the same thing with American Express. American Express has the Membership Rewards Program, uh, and you can transfer those points uh, from American Express to their hotel or their airline uh, transfer partners. And that's different from uh, actually booking the travel in the travel portal so like mx and chase will have a you know a site where you can go to and you can book travel using the points um but that's usually not where you get the best value usually you get the best value from transferring the points from chase to say united or from american express to singapore airlines uh, and then booking the reward flights actually through the airline after you've transferred the credit card points to them
0: Yes, that's probably would have been good to know beforehand. But I can't complain. <laughs> I mean, I, I I spent. I went right through the uh, American Express. I have the Amex Platinum, um, which I'm sure we'll touch on here. But I I went straight through American Express. I still got a like eighteen hundred dollar flight for free, so um, not a bad thing. But now it sounds like I could have gotten a lot more. So <laughs>
1: yeah. So who did who did you fly on? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, I want to say that was Delta. Delta. Okay. Yeah. So actually, Delta is. Um Delta Sky Miles is actually one of the most challenging uh programs to actually get really good value out of um, and so you probably didn't do too bad just booking it directly uh, with your Amex membership reward points um but delta sky miles in in the in the travel hacking community um, a lot of people refer to them as sky paces <laughs> uh because they are they're, they're so worthless, and uh they definitely um it's hard to get good value out of them. Gotcha. Um, so, so yeah, you probably didn't do too bad with that. And, um, like you mentioned, the, uh, the, the Amex platinum card is is a classic in the military community. Um, that's usually the card that everybody hears about and, uh, and everybody starts with, um, but it's not necessarily the best card
0: for, uh, for every situation. Yeah absolutely well we're going to touch on that later on so uh how did well you answered how you got into travel hacking so what's what's one advantage that military service members have that no one else has
1: yeah so this is this is where it gets really interesting right cuz cuz you can go out there and you can read all the uh all the travel um credit card blogs and everything um but the the interesting thing is that credit card companies um especially american express and chase have uh, taken as a policy that they'll waive the annual fees on all of their credit cards for active duty military service members and their spouses. And there's a caveat to that where uh, reservists and national, uh, uh, national Guard can also get their fees waived, their annual fees waived on these cards. Uh, you just have to be on 30-day or greater active duty orders and then apply for the benefits when you're on those orders. Now, technically, the, once you come off the orders, uh, the benefits go away. Um, but it doesn't seem like the, the, the credit card companies, um, check that often, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So, um, so I, I know of a lot of reservists and national guards member who have gotten their annual fees waived on their cards. They go off of active duty orders and they continue to get the fees waived. Um, and then they go back on active duty orders. They just put their orders back in and then the benefits just ex- keep extending
0: yeah which is incredible when you think about some of the benefits that come with those fees, even if you were paying them, a lot of these cards would still be at least somewhat worth their their weight. um I mean, I get you know the Uber points every month, I get like I said, a huge flight paid for round trip for me and my family um, yeah. so, so some pretty cool stuff there
1: yeah yeah so and you know that's um the whole uh travel hacking community outside of the military, right. They try to maximize the value of these cards, but they have to k- take into consideration that they're paying a $550 annual fee on the Amex Platinum card. Well, in the military, we don't have to pay that fee. So all of a sudden, the calculus completely changes. And, you know, you can get, like you said, the Uber credits, right? That's $200 a year of free Uber trips. Uh, and you're not paying an annual fee on it. Uh, you can also get a, with the Amex Platinum, just to run through some of the other benefits, you get the $200 uh airline fee credit, um, which, you know, can pay for like checked bags and stuff, but that really isn't a factor for military because usually we get the checked bags for free, but it can be used for other things. So usually uh, if you buy food uh, on the flight, um, that will code as an incidental um, charge, and then you'll get reimbursed for that if you've selected that airline as as your airline of choice. Um, So, and then it, for instance, the Chase Sapphire Reserve, right? So that's a $450 annual fee. Um, and they offer a $300 annual travel credit. So even if you're paying the annual fee, now all of a sudden with a $300 annual travel credit, it's like $150 annual fee. Um, but because you're in the military, you're not paying that $450 annual fee, so now you're getting a $300 annual travel credit every year for nothing. So it really changes the, 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 really changes the, uh, the nature of the, um, the hobby when yeah. you can get all these
0: cards and you don't have to pay the annual fee on them. Yeah, so why do you think they waive those fees for their best cards for service members?
1: Yeah, so this is really interesting. So you've got the Service Member Civil Relief Act, STRA, which was a uh, law that um, it's been in various um, variations since actually the Civil War. And it's basically designed to uh, protect military service members from civil lawsuits and um, civil disputes and stuff while they're on active duty service. But after 9/11, it was rewritten, and um, one of the stipulations in there is that uh, military service members and their uh, military service members are a protected class, basically of consumer. Um, So you can't uh, charge them exorbitant fees and and interest rates. And then there was another law that was recently implemented in 2017 called the Military Lending Act or MLA, Uh, and this has also been um, interpreted by the credit card companies as uh, protecting military service members and their spouses. And this one specifically extends to the spouses as well. And uh, one of the rules in there is you you can't charge uh, more than 36% interest a year, which is like insane if anybody's paying that. Um, but the way that that interest rate is calculated is it includes fees. So what some of the cart companies have done, like Chase, for instance, is they've just said, you know what, this is going to be too hard to implement on a case-by-case basis. Every military service member, uh, your fees are waived. Your annual fees are waived on all of our uh, personal cards. Chase doesn't waive the fees on the business cards. Uh, Amex does uh, waive the fees on the business cards um, under their SCRA policy. Um, But essentially what they've, with these credit card companies have done is they've taken these laws and uh, each company is kind of interpreted a different way. And American Express has basically said, yep, we will waive all the fees on all of our cards for active duty service members and their spouses, business, personal, it doesn't matter. Chase has said, uh, we will waive fees if you open the card before active duty under SCRA, but if you open the card after, after, after you enter active duty, and after september 20th 2017 uh then we will waive the fees on it so every company has very specific nuances and rules and stuff um but essentially what what they've done is they've said look it's too hard for compliance we don't want to get slapped with big fees or fines from the u.s government so all military service members all your annual fees are waived and um that's how we're going to interpret the law in keep ourselves safe so they're not doing it out of you know uh a sense of um patriotism or uh, goodwill towards the military community really they're just not trying to get in trouble with uh with the law and because of the way the vagueness of the way the laws are written i think that these could change at any moment uh so it's it's definitely something that since it's available right now, especially with like the Amex SCRA and the Chase MLA um, programs, y- you probably want to take advantage of it now um, rather than a few years from now because it might change and they might decide, you know what, these laws were written kind of vaguely and uh, we
0: can actually charge annual fees to military service members. Yeah, and then they'll get a whole backlash of vets whining, but... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. PR okay. At that point, they might yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. It would, it would be really bad for PR for them. Um, but,
0: but they're, credit cards. you know,
1: but they're, yeah, they might, they might decide that, you know what, if there's a military if there's a million military service members out there and they each have an MX platinum and they're each not paying five fifty a year, that's
0: half a billion dollars a year.
1: Yeah.
0: You know. Yeah. That's, that's, that's valid for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's awesome. All right. Um, let's see. So, uh, what are some other things you can do with travel hacking like I, I know you can you can do airlines, but you know what are some other things that you can do with it
1: yeah so um it's i I find that it's really good because I love to travel um and it just reduces my costs of traveling um and it frees up that cash that I would have spent on traveling to invest mm-hmm. um so really it's actually kind of accelerating uh my own personal journey to financial independence. Um, but besides, um, you know, booking free, uh, flights, uh, you can also, there's, you know, there's cards out there like the chase Southwest card, which uh, is actually really great for families. Uh, cause if you have, let's say mom and dad and they both open up chase Southwest cards and they earn the chase Southwest companion pass. Uh, that's good for, The rest of the year that you're in plus the following year so in this case uh, let's say you open up the cards in november or december of this year you earn the bonuses in january of 2020 you would have a southwest companion pass for all of 2020 and all of 2021. now if mom and dad both get southwest companion passes and they let's say they have two kids they can make the kids the companions and now all of a sudden this family of four when they're flying on Southwest, instead of paying for four tickets, they're paying for two tickets plus taxes and fees, which are about $5. So right there, you know, that's that's fantastic. You can save 50% on your air travel as a family. Now, if you're single or uh, if it's just uh, you and your partner, uh, then you, uh, you know, you can also get the Southwest cards and uh, make yourself, you know, you can you can change your, your uh, companion three times a year. So that's great to fly with uh, family or friends. Uh, you can, other things you can do with the cards. I mean, you can just cash out the points. So let's say that um, you don't uh, necessarily like to travel that much or, you know, free stays and five-star hotels don't really appeal to you. Um, on the Amex membership rewards, if you opened up a, Charles Schwab MX Platinum card, you could transfer your membership reward points and cash them out at one and a quarter cents per point. So then you're cashing out uh, 100,000 points becomes $1,250. So that's not insignificant amount of money, especially when you look at the signup bonuses on some of these cards. Uh, for instance, right now, at the end of 2019, uh, the MX Platinum card is offering 60,000 points signup bonus. So, you know, you've, you and your wife uh, got both of those and you get your annual fees waived, right? So there's no cost out of your pocket. Uh, now, all of a sudden, you have 120,000 points and you can cash those out
0: for uh, a significant amount of change. So they waive fees for active duty spouses as well?
1: That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's something that's not um, well known or, or understood. But, um, but yeah, uh, active duty. So if you have a, uh, if you have a spouse who's active duty, um, then the active, so the active duty service member gets their fees waived, and then the non-active duty spouse, so for instance my wife's a civilian, uh, she'll get her, her fees waived, and she has the MX Platinum card, the Delta Reserve card, and, and she just opened up the uh, MX Hilton Aspire card. And she's getting all the annual fees weighed on that, on those cards. So that's, you know, that's almost $1,500 a year of annual fees weighed right there.
0: Yeah. And that's, I'm, I'm highlighting that on my notes right now. Cause that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's phenomenal. I
1: mean, yeah. And, and, you know, if you do have a spouse uh, and you already have the card open, uh, make sure that you send her, him or her a referral link, because that's, you know, it's a separate social security number. Um, and it's the credit card companies treat that as a separate account. So don't add them as an authorized user. Uh, just refer them for a new card and open up a new card, and then you can. So now instead of getting fifteen dollars a month of Uber credits with one Amex Platinum, you're getting thirty dollars a month of Uber credits with two Amex Platinums.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty cool. Sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's I mean it's uh, it, it it really can be a lucrative hobby. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of people out there, they, they just start with, uh, with, you know, they they hear their buddy in the unit, right. has an Amex platinum card, no, you know, annual fees waived. And, you know, he's, he's super excited about it. He wants to give out his referral link to everyone. so he's telling everybody about it. And so everybody signs up through his referral link and, uh, you know, that's great. But there's, you know, if you're, if you're going TDY a lot and you're staying at Hilton hotels, well, then you got to open up the Amex Hilton Aspire card because that's got a, uh, Automatic diamond status attached to it. So now when you're checking into the hotel, you know, still pay with your GTC, your government travel card, like you're supposed to um, out of the uh, out of the JTR. But, you know, give them your Hilton uh, Hilton number and they'll say, oh, look, your diamond. Uh, we've got a suite. We're going to upgrade you to it. And, uh, oh, we've got a club. So, you know, club lounge. So why don't you go get some free drinks and free food in there uh, during happy hour. And, oh, by the way, we got free breakfast in the morning. You know, so these are all benefits uh, of just being a card member, and again, you'd be paying, if you if you're a civilian, you'd be paying 450 a year for these benefits, which, depending on how much you travel, could be worth it, uh, could definitely be worth it. Um, but because you're in the military, you're not paying anything annually for it.
0: Yeah, that's cool. I wish I'd known that earlier when I was doing a lot more travel. Yeah yeah, And you know it's really,
1: it's really easy to get overwhelmed with how much information's out there. Um, and I think that's, that's what turns off a lot of people, um, is, is that there is a lot of information out there and there's a lot of acronyms used and, you know, it's, it's kind of a hard community to, to, to break into and start understanding, um, you know, what can I do to, to maximize my benefits? Um, so I actually created a, a course, uh, on my website, militarymoneymanual.com, uh, and you can go there and, and sign up and, uh, all I do is I'll send you uh, five days worth of emails. So it's two lessons a day for five days and uh, I'll just, I'll just walk you through like, Hey, here's what I've done. Um, here's what you can do. And here's some cards I recommend. It's a hundred percent free. Um, the, all the, all the credit card links, most of the credit card links are referral links. Um, so I may, may get a, a small, small commission if, uh, if you use those links to sign up. But um, really I just want to, Get the word out that, you know, hey, the the credit card, military credit card game is much, much bigger than just the MX Platinum card. Um, And really, if you want to get started, um, you know, sign up for the MX Platinum card, uh, especially if you're doing some traveling, right, because you're going to get the the lounge access. um, You're going to get you're going to get the points. um, You're going to get the Uber credits um, and, you know, all the other all the other benefits that you, that come with it. Uh, but after you meet the minimum spend on that card, uh, you know, go ahead and open up a Chase Sapphire Reserve and get your $300 uh, annual travel credit because that's 300 bucks and that's annual, right? So a lot of, a lot of these benefits compound over time. Um, you know, my wife and I between the, the two of us now <laughs> um, since we started getting into travel hacking intensely over the last three years, we've opened up 37 cards. <laughs> Uh-huh. So you can definitely go down the rabbit hole, um, and, uh, and, and, you know, dive into this deeply, but, or you can just open up one or two cards and, you know, you know, especially if you're going, like I said, you're going TDY a lot, maybe a Marriott card, maybe a Hilton card. And, uh, and now all of a sudden you got status with these, with these, um, uh, these hotels and, you know, you're getting an upgrade, you're getting free breakfast, um, and then, you know, you're. You're, and the other thing too, is you earn more points, right? So when you're, when you're a diamond member, um, instead of earning, you know, a couple, uh, maybe three or four Hilton points per dollar spent at the hotel. Now you're earning 14, 15, 16, 18 points per dollar spent. So, so it accumulates faster.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely a quick accumulation. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. So I know you already touched on a few, but are there any other cards that you would recommend? Or yeah.
1: So, um, so, what's that?
0: Uh, I say, Or I can just link to your course or go take your course. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, no, definitely. Um, the, uh,
1: the course is a great place to start. Um, but, um, yeah, I just wanted to highlight a few cards just to kind of open up, um, uh, people's, um, you know, expand their, their horizons a little bit. Um, so for instance, right now there's the uh, American express gold card. Um, and, I was not a, a big fan of this card until the last year or so, um, but right now they're offering a pretty substantial uh, welcome bonus. I can't remember exactly how many thousands of points it is, but it's pretty good. Um, $295 annual fee, waived for military, right? But the the critical part about this card is you're getting four times the points on groceries and restaurants. So that's all your food basically. You're getting four x points on on all, on dining and, uh, and groceries. So there's all so the, so every time you go to the grocery store, every time you go out to eat, every time you're, you know, ordering something on Uber and you don't have a credit, boom, throw down the MX Gold card because you're going to get 4X points on that. And, uh, that adds up quickly, you know? Yeah. Um, and then there's the MX Platinum card, right? So everyone knows that, but, uh, you know, right now they do, or the MX Platinum card does 5X points on airfare. So anytime you're booking directly with the airline, uh, or through the Amex uh, travel portal, you're getting 5X points there on airfare. Chase Sapphire Reserve, another great card. Like I said, $300 annual travel credit, 450 dollars annual fee waived. And that's got 3X uh, Chase Ultimate reward points on travel and hotels. So if you're booking through, let's say, a travel portal, um, you're not going to get the 5X Amex platinum points. Well, you can book with the CSR, and you're going to get 3X points. And um, let's say you're checking into a hotel, and it's not a Hilton or a Marriott. Uh, well you can use the Chase FI Reserve and now you're going to get three X points. I uh, already highlighted the Hilton Aspire card, uh, the Marriott Bonvoy Brilliant card from American Express, another great one. Um, both of those cards have annual credit, so the Hilton card has a $250 annual resort credit. So I used this earlier in the year. We were down in Australia, and uh, I took the whole family, so was, uh, about six, eight of us, out to, uh, out to dinner at uh, we weren't even staying at the at the Hilton Resort. We were down. We were staying down the street, but um, the uh, the restaurant was attached to the Hilton Resort. Had great reviews, so it was a I think like a three hundred and fifty dollar check or whatever. But two hundred fifty dollar annual resort credit. Boom! Now it's hundred bucks out of pocket. Um, and that's not the that Hilton Spire card also comes with a diamond status. And then the Marriott Bonvoy Brilliant, that's a $300 annual, uh, Marriott credit. And again, you know, so we, we checked into where were we, Ritz Carlton in Geneva and valeted the car, got some food from the restaurant there. And, uh, you know, we go and check out and it's like a 150, $170 bill or whatever. And oh, we and we pay for the room on points and um, put it all on the Marriott Bonvoy Brilliant card. And a couple days later, there's a credit on the account. Yeah. So and then both those cards also come with free annual nights as well. So that's that's another reason, you know, you're not paying an annual fee, but every year you're getting a certificate to, hey, go stay to Hilton, go stay to Marriott for free. Um, Same thing with the Chase IHG card. That's got a free annual night. The Chase Hyatt card, free annual night. And then another one I just want to highlight um, for people, military service members, especially living in Hawaii, excuse me, is um, the Amex Delta Reserve card. So this card's got $400 annual fee waived for military. Um, And once you've had the card for a year, you get a a companion pass. And that can be used um, up to a first-class ticket and it has to be used in the lower 48 states, except if you have a Hawaii address, then you can use it to depart from Hawaii, fly to the mainland, and fly back to Hawaii. Um, so that's great for flying, you know, a, a Delta One red eye, um, lie flat seat, first class. Um, instead of paying, you know, four thousand dollars for uh, for two tickets, you're paying half that. So it's uh, the Delta the Delta Reserve card is definitely. Uh, one to look at, especially if you know you live near Atlanta or
0: um, you have a, a Delta hub near you. Man, that's cool. Uh, so I, I couldn't tell if I caught that correctly. The Chase Sapphire Reserve, the three times points, were you saying yeah. that, like, if I went through like Expedia, I would still get three times? Or is that still just through the Chase website?
1: Um, I think I'll have to double check if travel portals are... Uh, are... Available for the the three X points on the uh, the Chase Sapphire
0: Reserve. That'd be cool. I mean, if it was, but either way, booking through the um, website's not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Man. All right. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm have
1: not, to. I'm not your sure. travel portals actually.
0: Account for that. Gotcha. I'll have to do my homework in the Chase Southwest for the Companion Pass, and then for the. Um, I've been dabbling or debating the Sapphire Reserve anyway for a little while. So uh, when we get off this, you'll have to send me your referral. Um. I'll probably
1: yeah. Well, I mean, and, and definitely the, um, you know, with the holidays coming up, um, Black Friday and, you know, try to, try to time opening these cards when, when, when you're going to be doing natural spending anyways. Right. Um, because some of these cards, you know, it'll be like $5,000 spend in three months. And for, you know, a young enlisted guy, that, that's just, that's just unreasonable, right? You, you just, you don't have the income to support that and you, and you probably don't have the costs, um you know, to support that as well. So I definitely, definitely advise people to, to hold off until you know that you can meet the minimum spend on this without stress. Um, um, One thing, one thing that I've, I've used to to help me meet the minimum spend is a site called plastic or plastique. It's like uh, plastic, but has a Q on the end, IQ on the end. Um, And what that allows you to do is pay bills that normally don't take a credit card uh, or yeah, no, don't normally take a credit card it allows you to pay it for a, uh, a small fee with a credit card. And then they either do an electronic funds transfer or they, um, they send a check to that person. So that's great that's if you have cool. rent. Yeah. If you have rent, um, you know, to a landlord that doesn't accept, uh, credit cards. Um, yeah, that's $3,000 a month for me right now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. About, about the same, you know, where I'm living yeah, right now. Yeah. So, uh, expensive, uh, areas of the country, you know? And that's just money that's coming out of my pocket every month regardless. So, you know, that's an easy way to meet the minimum spend on, on some of these cards.
0: Yeah. Okay, so I have a an interesting question that I yeah. I get whenever people ask about credit cards. So um curious on your take. So I know if I open 15 credit cards, that really doesn't have anything to do with hurting my credit score because I've got the one from behind is old enough that that's the one they focus on and it's all about credit utilization. But Mm -hmm. with 37 cards open, uh, do you cancel like the newer cards once you're done with them? Or do you just like stick them in a drawer somewhere and say, I'm done with that one for now. I don't need to use that. Like is canceling going to hurt you even if you still have the older cards open?
1: So um, yeah. So my advice for, for cards
0: is always
1: um, keep your oldest cards open. Especially if you're not paying an annual fee on them, because um, that's going to age your account, and that's one of the big things that, go, like you were saying, that's one of the big things that goes into calculating a credit score, is uh, is age of accounts. Um, the to answer your question, so I've got a um, a uh, business card uh, leather binder, and uh, it sits in my sock drawer. <laughs> um, I put, uh, and that's, that's essentially where I store uh, my credit cards that I'm not using. And what was your address again?
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which software?
1: (laughs) Need to, uh, need to, need to change my software now. Um, (laughs) So my, my advice for, uh, for opening, you know, when I've got 37 cards, right, is if you're no longer getting value from the card, then close it. You know, it's the it's a it's a two-way transaction between you and the credit card company so they're offering you a product you're a consumer and if you're not getting value from that product then it's completely within your rights to to close that account Um, now because we're in the military and we get a lot of our annual fees waived uh, it changes the calculus right so a lot of these cards that come with a hefty annual fee you don't have to worry about because you're in the military Uh, so I would Recommend that you usually leave the card open because usually a lot of these cards have annual benefits, right? Um, so you want to, you know, like for the the uh, the hotel cards, you're getting an annual free night and you're not paying an annual fee. So why not leave them open? Uh, I would say again though that if you're not getting value from the card and you're paying an annual fee on it, then then you know close the account. Um, for for me personally, I usually leave. Um, my cards open. So like I said, I'd opened up 37 cards uh, between me and my wife for the last uh, three years. And we've closed about 12 of the accounts. Um, and then, and those were just cards that we either weren't getting uh, annual value from. Um, and they were, some of them were no annual fees. Some of them had annual fees. Some of them were waived annual fees for military. It just depends on, on your personal situation. And if you're getting, if you're getting value from the card, um, I tend to try to keep a card open with every bank, uh, issuer. So at least one Amex card, one Chase card, Barclays city. Um, but, uh, again, if, you know, if I'm not getting, if I'm not getting good value, uh, from, from the card, then yeah, then I'll, then I'll close it. Um, and, and in terms of effect on a credit score, it's, it's not, uh, it's not too bad as long as you haven't, um, Missed any payments or you're late on any payments. That's really what what it comes down to is um, payments, history of the account, and then also how many accounts you've have you have opened, right? So uh, each credit card company has their own rules. So for instance, Chase uh, they only allow you five cards every twenty four months, and that's five cards from any issuer. So if let's say you opened up four Amex cards. In the last six months, and you go to open up a Chase card, well, they'll let you open up one, but they're not going to let you open up another one. Um, so that's why um, a lot of people, and, and myself included, recommend that uh, if you're going to do this uh, this hobby seriously, uh, you need to start with Chase and then move on to uh, the other issuers uh, like American Express and stuff. Um, but definitely keep your oldest card open. That was one mistake I made when I was first starting out. I had an Amex card from college. Um, and I was trying to kind of consolidate my financial life and I just, and also I'd never closed an account before and I was kind of, you know, nervous and, and scared about it. It was such an easy process, but it was, it was actually kind of good to, to see how easy it was. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I, I wasn't getting annual value from the card anymore and I, and I just, I closed it. Now in retrospect, I should have kept it open cause that would have helped me, uh, helped me age my accounts, but yeah, live yeah. and learn.
0: That's kind of like me. I have a USA card that, well, I, I have a, a Navy federal card. That's my oldest, but my second oldest, I've never even spent a dollar on. Well, for one, I didn't know about the, um, the, you know, points and all that and whatever, but yeah. like, I got this card in the mail and I thought, I, I don't know. I don't even know how I got the card. Like I thought I had ordered a new debit card, but I, I don't yeah. know I on the phone. I get this thing in the mail and I was a young Marine and the limit on it was like $1,300. So I called the guy and I'm like, what am I going to do with this damn thing? Like just close it out. And he's like, he me to leave it open, but it's oh, yeah. uh, gotten a drawer for, I mean, it's probably expired. They've probably tried to send me new cards. I don't know. I've never used it. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. But, well, and you know, that's, that's fine. I like, like you said, I've, I've got a, one of my oldest accounts is a USA credit card that I put, I think I put my insurance on it, my USA insurance on it every year. And, uh, and then I pay it off. That's it. One, one transaction a year. Um, it keeps it open, you know, keeps the credit. Uh, history alive Um, but yeah don't don't close those unless unless you have a you know substantial
0: annual fee on
1: it uh, don't don't close those old accounts
0: yeah I like it all right Um, and we've covered a lot of stuff is there anything um, I know we've talked travel hacking do you dabble in like the the churn game at all as far as or is that kind of just all is that just another word for the same thing where people like just roll through cards is that just the idea behind it
1: Yeah, so that's kind of, um, that whole idea of churning came from opening, you would open a card, you would get the sign up bonus, you would close the card, and then a couple months later, you'd reapply for the same card and earn the sign up bonus again. Um, the, (laughs) the credit card companies are smart. They, they figured out that game a long time ago. Gotcha. Um, so for instance, um, American Express now has, um, one bonus per lifetime. So once you've earned the, uh, the bonus on the Hilton Honors Aspire card, for instance, uh, you cannot open another Hilton Honors Aspire card and receive the bonus. You could open another Hilton Honors Aspire card, and now you'd have two cards, and you'd be getting double the annual benefits every year. Um, for instance, the, uh, the free um, annual night, you get two free annual nights, uh, you'd get the two uh, annual resort credits, um and they're okay with that but you're not going to get the welcome bonus again um so for chase they just they used to be 24 months um you had to wait uh between opening cards to get the bonus again now they've just extended it to 48 months so it's um it's definitely um the the rules of of the hobby are are definitely always in flux um, and what used to work It doesn't really work anymore. Um, You'll also hear, um, you know, uh, of people, uh, you know, opening. Sometimes MX will release cards that have uh, what's called no lifetime language. So if you look in the terms and conditions, it'll say it won't mention that uh, if you've had this bonus before, you're not eligible for it. And when you see those offers, sometimes, yes, you could open up another card and, you uh, earn the bonus again. Uh, but those, those are rare. And um, there's so many cards out there, you know, there's, there's about right now, probably 30, maybe 35 premium uh, luxury travel and cash back cards that are offering substantial welcome bonuses. So, you know, if you do, and, you know, you don't want to be, opening a card every week. And, and, you know, for most of the the credit card companies, they have restrictions on that. So you can only open up a card, one or two cards every like 60 days or 90 days or whatever it is. And you can Google and find those restrictions. Um, You know, they're, they're out there for everybody to see. Um, But really you want, you just want to pace yourself, um, make sure you can meet your minimum spends. You know, that's usually the thing that's going to trip up most people is, you know, if they open up two cards at the same time, also now they have to spend $10,000 <laughs> in three months. And unless you're running a business, uh, or you're planning on buying a car or, you know, you're going to buy a wedding ring or something, that's, that's almost impossible, right? So, um, it's, you know, the, you, you gotta, you gotta make sure that you don't miss the welcome bonuses. You gotta make sure that you can meet the minimum spend. You pay your balance in full, you know, never miss a payment, never carry any credit card debt. Um, you know, that's the other thing here too, is if you have a history of credit card debt, do not do this. Let me, let me just make that very clear. Do not open up credit card for the rewards. If you're carrying credit card debt, it's just not, it's not worth it. Any interest you pay to the credit card company is going to negate whatever rewards you're earning. So you can be very successful in this hobby. Um, you just have to be, you, you have to be diligent. You know, I, I have a spreadsheet where I track, you know, this is when I open the card. Um, this is when I have to meet the the spending bonus by. This is how much I have to spend. This was what it was offered to me uh, if I meet the spending bonus. And uh, you have to you have to be you know it it is a hobby. It takes it takes a little bit of time. But I think the rewards are worth it. And and you can get into it without um you know without too much overhead. You know you could just go and open up a Chase Freedom card uh, and occasionally you know it's spend five hundred dollars get one hundred fifty dollars cash back. You know, that's an easy, easy way just to put a little bit extra uh, money in your pocket uh, without, you know, without these exorbitant or these, these extra uh, welcome bonuses where it's, you know, there's a card out there right now, Capital One Saver card. It's, you have to spend $50,000 in six months. Um, It's targeted at small business owners, but, you know, that, that's just not something.
0: I hope the bonus is awesome for that card. It is, it is.
1: It's a, it's a 200,000 point bonus, which works out to if you, if you spent the $50,000, you'd get 2% cash back plus the 200,000 points. You'd get about three grand cash back. Um, but you know, that's, that's not for most people. So, no. so just stick to, just stick to the easy ones, you know, have fun with it. It's not supposed to be stressful. If you're stressing about this, you're doing it wrong. Um, you're supposed to, supposed to be just earning some points for spending you'd be doing normally. And, uh, and then cashing in those points for, you know, I've, I've got tons of examples of people on my site where, you know, one guy uh, just booked a trip to Paris, him and his wife are flying for free. They're staying in hotels for free. Uh, in total, you know, he's going to have to pay for food basically while they're there. So it's, uh, you know, and myself personally, you know, earlier this year, we've, we flew Singapore business class um, to Australia, to New Zealand. I think we went down three times. Um, you know, just recently we were at uh, FinCon in Washington D.C. Um, my wife and I flew there um, direct um, from Hawaii on uh, United business class, lie-flat seats, and we flew back to Hawaii on American Airlines in and, and lie-flat seats as well. So. Um, and that, that's just, you know, that those tickets would have been thousands of dollars and we just cashed in a few points and you know, it was, it was easy and we're not, again, we're not paying any annual fees on those cards.
0: Yeah. That's, that's really cool. That's huge for sure. Yeah. Definite fan. Awesome. Is there anything we missed on this that we need to touch on before we, uh, tell people where to get a hold of you?
1: Uh, no, I think, um you know, like, like I said, it's, it's easy to get overwhelmed. Um, it's easy to, to think like, Whoa, this, this is going to require a lot of work or whatever, but, um, it's actually, it's pretty easy to get started. And, um, like I've got, I've got the course where I kind of just walk through, you know, my thought process and, and how I did it. Um, and you know, we, we, we have no credit card debt. We've always paid our balances in full. We've never missed a payment. Um, and we've been able to really capitalize on um, the annual fee waivers that the credit card companies are offering military service members. Um, so especially if you travel a lot for the military, um, it, can be, it can be really nice to, uh, to get upgraded when, you, when you're checking into a hotel or uh, even if you're flying on a government ticket, uh, usually those tickets are purchased uh, full-fare economy. And so it doesn't take that many points to upgrade uh, to business or uh, first class, which is, uh, completely within, within the, uh, regulations of the JTR, uh, the joint travel regulation. So, um, yeah, you know, get, get on, get on the website, get in the course and get on Google and see what else is out there. Um, there's plenty of resources out there, uh, for people to maximize their, their SRA and
0: MLA military credit card benefits. Awesome. And one more time, can you plug your website and where people can get a hold of you?
1: Sure. Yeah. So uh, I'm Spencer. I'm at uh, militarymoneymanual.com. It's uh, kind of a long address there, but if you just type in uh, "military money" into Google, it should be the number one result. And uh, you can get a hold of me there. Um, I don't do social media, but uh, I've got a contact form on the website uh, or an email address as well, and we can uh, shoot me an email. Uh, But the best way to get a hold of me is uh, just through my website. Leave a comment, lots of uh, great comments on the site. And um, if you need a credit card recommendation, uh, feel free to shoot me an email. Right on. Thanks for joining us today, Spencer. Thank you.